Hello, I'm Amanda Taylor, and this is My First Name is Agent, a regular report of my journey to watch all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe chronologically in-world before Avengers Infinity War hits theaters April 27, 2018. Today's topic, Iron Man 3 and the end of the one-shots. I've seen this movie a bunch of times. It's very good. I really like it. It's fun to see how Tony's past influenced his present, and it's actually pretty dark in between the jokes. A lot happens, but also doesn't happen at the same time, which is typical of these movies, I guess. I liked that in Iron Man 2, Tony had to learn from his father, where in Iron Man 3, he kind of becomes the father of this random kid who I actually really like, which is quite a feat. Not usually one for child actors, and definitely not usually one for children in general. So, in terms of dream merchandise, cosplay, or Disney bounding, I know Gwyneth's workout regime is unparalleled and impossible to compete with, but oh my gosh, she looks incredible in this movie. I have a couple of icons of fitness, but she is the top. Also, she's had children. My excuse is just that I eat way too much candy. So who wants to be uh, my gym buddy? Hmm? Anyone? (laughs) So, with feminism in Iron Man 3, Rebecca Hall's character, Maya, is kind of a question mark. She's not nice, which I like. She's apparently very smart, which I also like. She's definitely manipulative, kind of a mad scientist when all is said and done, and then dies three seconds after her redemption arc. She's almost a female villain, but then isn't. She's almost friends with Pepper, but then isn't. Overall, kind of a missed opportunity, and almost like they didn't quite know what to do, but they definitely wanted to prove that Tony had ex-girlfriends? I'm not 100% sure what that was about. So Pepper officially kicks ass in this movie. There are no two ways about it. She puts on the suit more than once and finds herself in a position to turn the tide of the battle. She also gets juiced up on Extremis, although that doesn't last. It's kind of a crazy jump to have her suddenly so intense and fighting, but honestly, I like it. If I were a superhero girlfriend or best friend or neighbor or casual acquaintance, I'd be ready for anything. She's obviously been working out. Am I fixated on this? Maybe. Other thoughts about Iron Man 3. Starting this movie with Eiffel 65 is so genius. I've had that song stuck in my head ever since I watched it. I also really like the device of having it be a past story told with voiceover, and then the reveal at the end that he's talking to his BFF Bruce is adorable. Although Bruce is not equipped to deal with Tony, but who is? Me. A person who should never be alone is Tony Stark, because he's probably his own worst enemy, and that's exactly what happens to him in this movie. Without even Jarvis to talk to, he has to kind of turn outward and make some new friends, because, you know, he's a social guy. He just likes to talk, frankly. He talks a lot to his captors, even. Um, But at this point, when he's been in this role for so long, it's kind of unclear if anyone's even writing the character or if he's just taken over. My two favorite lines in the movie are... The first, when he tells the kid, if you do someone a solid, don't be a yutz about it, because yutz. And of course, about Pepper, she was already perfect. Okay, so back to the health and fitness of it all. I always notice what people are eating in movies, training from years of planning Oscar menus. And Tony Stark eats exactly one burger and then goes for health food from there on out. His shakes in Iron Man 2, apple slices in this one. Save for his celebratory shawarma, the guy is rigid. I have now developed headcanon about he and Pepper swapping vegan recipes. The villains in Iron Man 3 are really good. 
From the gum-chewing henchman, which was really effective for some reason, to the fake-out Mandarin, to the nerd-turned-psychopath Aldrich Killian, Guy Pierce is especially good as a guy who thinks he has nothing to lose. He's kind of got this smarmy, hands-on approach with Pepper that is so, so cringeworthy, and he's very reckless and gross. He's just a scary villain. As far as bit parts, Adam Pally showing up is absolutely the best, and he as a fanboy of Tony Stark and Iron Man, is just nailing it, always. I want them to bring him back. He's a much better sidekick than his other counterparts. You know, TJ Miller, Josh Gad, those kinds of people. Also, Rebecca Mater shows up in this first split second, as does Sheriff Stalinsky, Lyndon Ashby. Exciting. Also, little Jane Gloriana Villanueva. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like all my TV favorites. So the other thing that I watched after Iron Man 3 was the final one-shot, All Hail the King, which is about Trevor, the actor who they got to play the Mandarin. It is very unnecessary. Ben Kingsley really is one of the greats, and I understand wanting to play with that, but yikes, goodbye one-shots until we meet again. And that's it for Iron Man standalones on My First Name is Agent. <laughs>